0: Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week, me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this is episode 57, and we are talking Worms. Now, I'm, I'm looking at the Mega Drive, Sega Genesis version. Yes, there are other versions, and I know, before anyone kicks off on me, that this came out for the Amiga first. I know, but I never had or played an Amiga. I didn't, because I was poor. Do you know how much... how Nutty I went when I got my first games console on Mega Drive 2. I absolutely lost it. I ain't have the money for an Amiga. So if you had an Amiga and you played Worms then this is for you. I'm talking about the Mega Drive version. We clear? Now I am joined today by Mr. Robert Cox. Uh, Rob's been on quite a few times and it was good to have him back for this one. And yes, we decided to it was his suggestion He brought Worms into me, and instantly, that sounds wrong, that sounds horrendous, that's getting clipped. Um, But as soon as he mentioned, uh, I want to do Worms, I was like, yes! Get in! Because this is an absolute banger, and I completely forgot about it. I had so much fun playing this as a kid. Uh, Me and my brother and all my mates would have such uh, a good time getting all around. And it's one of the first multiplayer games that I can think of. And the amount of arguments me and my brother Phil had. Oh my god, the amount of arguments. Don't kill my worm. Oh, you can't do that. Uh, That's not fair. Uh, I'm telling mum. Oh my god, the amount of arguments. I can't think of a game we used to play where it didn't have as many arguments as this. I really can't. I, I do love it. And, you know... It's good because we've got a lot of comments, which I'll do later on about this, so I think a lot of you are looking forward to this as well, which is good. So before as you should say, if you want to just go to Worms, just go half by half an hour and you'll get to the Worms talk, but before that we've got to do an introduction, have a bit of fun, play a few games and go from there. First of all, I've got to plug, yes, we've always got to do that because, I said, we're trying to save up for a house. If you want to support the show, you can do so in a number of ways. Wherever you are listening to this, please leave a five-star review. Leave a comment, say whether it's good, say whether it's bad, say whether I'm crap, say whether I'm awesome. It really helps me get on some algorithms. And also, wherever you, you follow me on Twitter, you follow me on Instagram, please share me on your socials because it helps me get out there to more people. I'm also back on YouTube, I'm available on a show called Cagsy, C-A-G-S-Y. The link is in the description where I do Pokemon challenge videos and releasing every two weeks. I really appreciate it if everyone could subscribe to the channel. It's free, it takes five seconds, and you're done. Great, because I want to try and build that back up. Also, if you want to support the show financially, you can do do so over on Patreon. So it's patreon.com forward slash RetroWars. And for $1 a month, you get access to your own show called DLC. And it could be these top 10s, it could be modern day game reviews, it could be gaming events, whatever. And as a bit of a sneak peek, I'm going to show you what happened in episode 30. And it was me covering Sony's recent state of play. I love Resident Evil 4. I I will be covering that game at some point. I want to have a chance to go through the original. And I will do it on the show. 100% being covered. And it's 100% getting a 10. That's a spoiler, but it is. But this is absolutely obliterating RE4. And you think, how could RE4 get obliterated? It is the daddy of over-the-shoulder third-person games. But this is just, this is next level. And the fact it comes out this month, this month it comes out. And the thing is, remember Resident Evil games encourage replays as well. Encourages it. So this is not going to be a one time game. It's going to be how quick can you get through the game? Can you get through the game maybe only using a handgun? Like, fuck, we'll be playing this game for ages. And that was episode 30 of the recent Sony State of Play. Now, next week I am going to be away. I'm in Queensland, so I'm going to be... It'll be a shorter main show, I'm just telling you all now. But as a bit of a sneak peek into what I'm going to be doing for DLC, well, Final Fantasy sixteen just dropped a gameplay trailer, so I'm going to be going through that. Uh, I thought that'd be a good thing, because I can't wait for that. I can't be a good thing to go through, because I cannot wait for that game to hit. And it was the first time to to get some real gameplay, so I will be covering that and to let you know that 5% of all the Patreon fund will be going towards a UK charity called Get Well Gamers, which helps provide games and consoles to 150 children's ward across the UK. So far, we've raised $1.25, which is tiny, I know, but I really hope when this show grows, we're going to be able to get more, and I'd love to get to the stage where we can donate games and consoles. Additionally, if I do get back to that 1,000 subs on YouTube, I will donate 5% of any income made from YouTube as well. If you want to donate games directly, the link is in the description. Additionally, what else you get for your money? You get access to our own Discord, you get the chance to message me one-on-one, and you can take part in all our games with 16 bits of nonsense, survive or die, DLC, or comments of the game of the week, and you get the chance for me to butcher your names. And we're done. That's the plug. Yep, I'm getting a bit better at that now. Slowly but surely, I'm starting to get a little bit better. No, we're still expecting that. Don't get me wrong, I'm still going to mess up. It's still early in the morning. It's five to six in the morning here. Yes, I'm a madman. That's, this is what I'm doing It. It's just, that's the time of day it is. But let's move on into our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can basically write in anything you want, and that's why it's turning into this show, and I will do my best to answer. So Blaine the Hoagie Man goes first, he says, Hello Mr. Danny, I'm writing in this week because I'm just wondering one thing. I've heard a few different British words and phrases, so I want to ask, which female celebrity do you think is a trollop? Okay, so first of all, trollop. Uh, You want me to explain? That's basically kind of like... A lady who you're going to go, I'm not touching that with a 30-foot barge pole. You know, it's not good. It's not good at all. It's like, you... Mm. Basically, the words, easy, easy, and bit of a mess kind of come to my head when I think about that. Trollop. I'm going to... It's someone who I always can't stand looking at the media. Um... She's called Katie Price, a.k.a. Jordan. Now, she was a model back in the days, and she was simply known for just having um, massive tartars. The tartars. um, And has had so many surgeries, it's ridiculous. And now she's had even more, so the tartars are now ridiculous. So, not my cup of tea. I know some people will be like, woohoo, not my cup of tea. Uh, unfortunately, you, you do you, Katie Price. You live the best life. You're probably leading a better life than me, to be fair. So you you do you. That's all I can say. Uh, Captain N says, Hello, Dud. Oh, it's that big. That's becoming my name now, isn't it? Dud. So if you don't know, that means Danny Down Under. It's your friend, Captain N, again, with another top tier comment. That's debatable. I just wanted to let you know that you're getting a comment by Captain M, and then you should read it. Oh, for fuck's sake. The comment by Captain N is going to be a good one because it'll be featured on your show. Just get to the goddamn point. So now to get to the captain N comment, thank you. Who would win in a fight? An adorable baby... Oh, for fuck's sake. Please, please, people, sign into the Patreon. Please. Uh, Okay. An adorable baby who can only crawl... Who can only crawl, or a puppy who is just opening its eyes for the first time. This has been your captain N comment and question. Now to make it video game related, Mario Brothers, that's all. Yeah, just please, love God, please sign off, Patreon. This is the level of shit I get on this show. Okay, that's quite easy. An adorable baby who can only crawl, a puppy who's only opened its eyes for the first time. It's got to be the baby. Just simply put, if it's a puppy who can only open its eyes for the first time, then that thing is like either in the weeks old stage, like very, 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 because they'll open their eyes. It's very new because it can only open its eyes before it can crawl. A walk, whatever dogs do. So I suspect the baby, if the baby can crawl, the baby can do shit. And that baby will either crush the puppy or it will accidentally eat it. Because babies will put anything in their mouth. I I tell thee now, they will. And my baby, when she was a little one, she used to hump things. Apparently it's a sign of comfort. So it's a potential that could happen. So I, yeah, the fact that the, the baby could just crush it with its own weight. I am 100% going with the baby. Uh, why do I say like that? Because my mum my used to do that as a kid. She goes, they found a buddy. I said, mum, stop saying it like that, you're weird. Every time, oh, the buddy. Shut up, mother. Why? was watching Poirot. I was like, no, mum, they found a buddy. Shut up. So, yeah, I'll go with the baby. God damn it, my mother has rubbed... No, 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 I'm not finishing that sentence because it's going to get clipped. I I love it when we get to episode 100. There should just be a clip, you know, like a thing of like the best things I've ever said of me laughing and that'd be quite cool. But like a, a thing of all the things I've said wrong, just like with a cool backing track or something... And um, of all the things that will probably get out of context would get me in hot water, because I assume there's going to be quite a bit of it. All right, that was a weird question, Captain, and even for you. Uh, Raging Demon says, Hey, Dud, the specter of Raging Demon here. Six Fighter Street... I can't even read my words. Six... Six... Jesus Christ. Street Fighter 6 gameplay of Cammy and the Geef was so awesome. Cammy doing the move from the movie. Yes, yeah, she does the move. She does the fucking move from the movie. The other characters seem Street Fighter 3 dumb, and clearly no one checked that guy's work. Still, maybe the new characters will be an acquired taste. Now, survive or die... Oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Blame the hoagie man or Captain N. Survivor to face off against Chris Copley, king of game style. I do the orientations down in the nether realm, so I'll be the one. I'll be seeing one of you real soon. Shao Kahn Hammer is cool than a baseball bat. Those are the words of Raiden. Oh, that's a mindful... Okay, right. So... If you're new to the show, we do Survive or Die, where I put two people or two games, two could be franchises, anything under the uh, watch of Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and one of them will be smashed, the baseball bat. And I, they, they, this, these bastards are changing the rules and making it Shao Kahn Hammer. And I have said, if somebody was to acquire me, a Shao Kahn Hammer has to be replica side, like, you know, one-to-one. I will change it because that would be awesome. So there's your thing. And then, I, then someone offered me who would win the fight, like Chris Copley and or Raging Demon. And I pick Chris Copley. Um, So basically, who am I going to pick? Blaine the Hoagie Man or Captain N? Oh, for fuck's sake. This this, this, this is going to get me so much hate. This cannot be a normal thing. Like, oh, Christ. Like, Captain N. I have to go with Captain N. Oh, for fuck's sake. Just because he's literally been here since day one. And he's always been helping me with, with um, content and questions every single week. Even though... Come on, Captain and a baby and a dog. Fuck me. Gee. I'm not I'm not playing this game in the survivor of the in the, you know. Oh King of Game Style. Okay, so are we are we talking like Yu-Gi-Oh? Cause that'd be quite funny. And I go with, I I reckon if it was a king of a king of game style as in like they're playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, I reckon Chris would win. Just because I can see. I don't know about Captain En's, um I all, to be fact, playing the hoagie man's um, Yu-Gi-Oh style, but I can just see Chris just being more of a dick about it. Like, he'll get way into it and be way more over the top. Like, I don't know, like, if you listen to his show, Retro Hangover, there's your plug. There's your fucking plug. Like, he will literally scream dick dragon so much, it will break your speaker. So I warn thee now, um, and it'd be quite funny seeing him trying to shout, it's time to duel as loud as you can, and I want you to do, you have to do that on your show now, it's time to duel as loud as you can, and I want to hear her, and just hear Shane go, what the fuck are you on about, just just randomly throw it in, and if he doesn't do it, everyone, everyone jump on him for that, that's that's how we're going to get this, because there's going to be cross-pollination everywhere, you just weirdos, you lot, and finally, talking about Chris Copley, his question, hey, King's dud, would you... rather, for fuck's sake. Would you... It, it, oh, here we go. Here's the other little caveat you bastards try and do. Would you rather play the Sega Saturn or hang out with Perry Saturn every day? But you had to be in the rings of Saturn every day. Also, Cody or Reigns at WrestleMania 39. And did WWE drop the ball with not getting the belt on Sammy? Alright, so two different questions there. Uh, would I rather... Yeah, Perry Saturn all day long. Please have not got any allegations against him. And I'm going to get in shit for saying stuff. Oh, please. For the love of God. Um, and, but yeah, I'd rather basically jump to the rings of Saturn with my body being exploded by the forces of gravity in space than play the Sega Saturn, because Sega Saturn could eat my ass, to be honest. Um, and as for Cody Reigns, Cody or Reigns at WrestleMania, I think Cody will win it. I think... because there's two belts if they're both up for grabs. I don't know what's going to happen. I think the Reigns, they, they've been building this up for so long. Like... When Cody went off, uh, this is going to be wrestling talk if you're not into it, when Cody had his torn bicep, and to be fair, or his torn pec- pectoral, I should say, uh, when he came out with that injury, wow, okay, fair fair play for that, um, I knew, and I think everyone did, he's coming back for the Rumble, he'll win the Rumble, and this has like, been the the push, and I think... To get him back from AEW to WWE, there would have had to have been one moment, you know, one big offer, and this would have been on the table. And Reigns has been at the top for a long, long time, and I think the fans are getting a bit fed up. Like when he was saying uh, with Sammy, you mentioned Sammy um, with Sammy, what's his bloody name? Now it's bloody, that's off my head now. Oh, Sammy Zayn. So when Sammy Zayn was recently in Toronto, I think that is his um, home state. Um and they were like if Sammy loses, we riot, and he lost, and it was a pay-per-view as well. But the thing is, though, Sammy will have his time to shine. I think his time to shine is going to be more dismantling um, Roman Reigns' empire. I think that's what he's going to be doing. I don't think they'll make it a triple threat match. I think Cody wants his one-on-one moment with, you know, beast mode with God. I think he will, the, he'll want that moment against the tribal chief. I don't... Th- I think... Sami Zayn's going to be fighting, but I think I think he'll fight one of the Usos. Uh, or it's going to be a tag team with Kevin Owens against the Usos, and they may take the title belts off them. Because I know he gets someone, with one of the Usos, call can Jimmy or Jay, he hates the other one. So that's my predictions for WrestleMania. Will I be watching it? Yeah, if I can. If I get the opportunity to. Remember, it's two days, it's two events, it's it's absolutely huge, and it's just timing for me. Uh, so yeah, there, there are questions. Thank you very much, guys. And I should actually say, uh, if you were listening to last episode... Uh, episode 56, there was a moment when I was doing the plug, it was the YouTube section where it beeped, and you're probably wondering why that was, the reason why is because I hadn't realized, I miss, uh, said a word, and actually, what I'd actually said was, was quite horrific, and I didn't know, I had no idea that what I'd said was bad, but everyone messaged me straight away to say, oh yeah, yeah, that's really bad, I was like, okay, shit, 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 and I, and I mess, I beeped it out straight away, so, as much as you are a bunch of wankers, and I think it was Blaine the Hoagie Man said we are your wankers. So thank you for that, guys. And I said keep me humble. You know, keep me, call me out on that sort of shit. and Let me know. I, I don't do things intentionally. Well, I do do things and some things intentionally. Like if I insult somebody, that's usually intentional, or insult a game or the sake of that, and that is intentional. But there are sometimes I'll make slip-ups. And bear in mind as well, like you know. This, this this show does reach around the world. I see where this show gets listened to. And there's going to be times where I may say something that may be a bit culturally inappropriate to somebody else. And if I have offended in that sense, I could say if I say something really offensive and I've not realized that the historical reference, just let me know. You know, we can sort that out. The power of editing sorts that shit out. I'm not saying I'm going down the woke parade. I'm not implying that. But I'm just implying like the other day, last week, that was something I did need to remove. And did need to look at. So I'll just be more careful in the future. So thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Let's move on. We need to keep going with this show. And get this show on the road. Let's go into our news section. Which we call Patch 57.0. So, Patch 57.0 is our news section, where I look at what's been going on in the gaming world, and I will talk about things that interest me. There's quite a few things, as always, I like to find. And the first one, and I was debating whether this was going to be an episode of DLC, but because it was a bit poo, no. It was the recent Pokemon Presents. Now, this is where Pokemon do their own Nintendo Direct-esque style, and only Pokemon had the ability to do this because the franchise is so big. And I'm not going to lie, it was a bit poo. Um, I think everyone was really excited for the potential of the Game Boy games and the Game Boy Advance games being released on the Nintendo Switch Online, but it never happened. It never appeared, and I don't know why. It made absolutely no sense for them not to appear. The only thing I can think about is that they're going to bundle them all together, and they're going to make us pay for it. I can see that happening they're going to make us pay for all six of those games. And if they did, or maybe all eight of those games, if you include Fire Red and Leaf Green, if they did, you bastards, because of course we'll all buy them. We will, we will 100% buy them. But I think that'll be hypocritical because the fact that we have a Game Boy service and a Game Boy Advance service, and to make us pay for them again is ridiculous. But we go crazy for Pokemon. It's a fact. We do, we will, we'll just buy it. We will, I'll buy it because I'm a sucker. Like I've got Pokemon and everything. I, I, could probably go to the toilet and at some point there'll be some sort of device i can play pokemon on always have it just in case so you bastards yeah that's what's good i can just see what's gonna happen talking about more things we're throwing money at so they, they announced there's going to be two dlcs one for the fall and one for winter it's weird that the fall and winter we don't say it like that we just say autumn and winter Uh, For Scarlet and Violet, they showed off a few new Pokemon, and there were also new Pokemon returning. That's always the big one. Like, which Pokemon are returning? Some of these Pokemon... I've heard for Alligator, which is... Oh, please. Because For has not been in um, a Sword and Shield. It wasn't in Sword and Shield. So to see it in Scarlet and Violet, see it in all its 3D glory would be great. Uh, But also, you have to bear in mind, it'll be new models. They are new models from what they were in Sword and Shield. Because Sword and Shield were a bit of a copy-and-paste job. They were. I don't care anyone says they were a copy-and-paste job. So to see them what they're going to look like in this game will be interesting, but only time's going to tell when all those DLCs are out or when they basically crack it open and leak it. We also had two new... A few new legendaries were announced, like a big turtle, and I like the turtle because someone pointed out the turtle is the shape. It's this huge, like, multicolored turtle on its shell, but if you actually look at the Paladir map, is that how you pronounce it? The Paladir region. You look at the Palladia region map, it is the shape of the turtle. It's like, oh, it was in plain sight all along, and we just didn't see it. Well done, Nintendo. Well done. They've done a Disc World on us. That was very clever. But also, we got the Suicune and Viserion. I can never pronounce that thing's name. We got their alternate forms. Uh, Walking Wake was the past version, and Iron Leaves was the future version for Viserion. And on some hands, I like them. Well, the Suicune version, because the Suicune version is basically so walking wake. It's just basically a freaking raptor. They've made Suicune a raptor. I was like, holy shit. It's massive as well. It is absolutely huge when you see it compared to a player. The Viserion shit. But then on the one thing, I was like, I don't like it because there are drawings you find in the game. And you see Suicune and and Viserion, like, their advanced forms, and they look so cool on their pictures. So to see them in actual the game, like, eh. Eh. Like, don't get me wrong. Again, I like the Suicune. But again, I'm like, it would have looked so cool had they actually made what was drawn on the paper. And I don't know how we got to that. Like, what was the need in that? Because the drawing had, especially the Suicune, had it on all four legs. Like, more like a big-ass lion. And here, it's it's a raptor, so it's on two. So I don't get that. Someone's going to have to explain that to me. Like, you see, oh, it's an artist's sketch. It's what they saw. But then again, you would have seen it. I was on two legs rather than four from the off. I just think that's a bit silly. We finally got some more information about Pokemon Sleep. Like, who really gives a shit for this thing? It is like Pokemon Go, but lying in your bed. And the more sleep you get, the more pictures of Pokemon asleep. Oh, what a shock horror that was uh, did anyone think that was going to be a good thing no will i download it probably <laughs> only because i can track my sleep i don't know but saying that, i should just wear a watch really in that sense because i can actually see oh uh, i don't know it's a shit idea we got a quick look at a netflix series now this was being rumored that netflix were doing something and it's turned out it's going to be a stop motion animated series you see psyduck yes i can do a side look impression back, 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 back. i think it's a pretty good impression to be honest um and it's walking across a beach i'll give that a go i like stop motion animation i think it's pretty cool i grew up with Wallace and gromit and Wallace and gromit is absolutely incredible if you've not seen Wallace and gromit holy shit watch it that's british culture to a t and i love it so i want to give this a go i could probably throw the little one the monster can watch that it's something she can get behind. She watches Shaun the Sheep, which is a spin-off of Wallace and Gromit. Just, I know, I'm going off tangent there. So I'm sure she can get behind this one. We also saw that their new card sets are coming out, but it's not going to be like the series I collect. So I collect the new series that comes out of the TGC that comes out every three months. I will get the new one. Um, this looks like there are three decks, and they're based on the original ones, the original cards. But it gives looks like it's giving you a chance to own the original all the original 151, including Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur. Charizard. Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur, which I think's really cool, because they're the iconic designs. And whilst I have a Venusaur somewhere hidden in my, in, a, in a book, I do have a Blastoise in that book as well, but I found my Blastoise card, and it's still in really good nick. Couldn't believe it and how good a nick it is. And that's like a, not first edition, but a next set, so that's like, wow, okay, that's an amazing nick, but I've never owned a Charizard, the original Charizard card, so just to have that card, yeah, it's not gonna be worth anything, I know that, but it's not about the worth, it's to actually have that picture card, like, I've got, um, a Slifer the Sky Dragon card from Yu-Gi-Oh, because I got it from the deck, because I've always wanted a Slifer card, things like that, like, I hope one day... We can get this show so big that I can actually start sending Pokemon cards to people. Like, not a big one, but like, you know, like, people send a Pokemon card. Because I think that'd be a cool thing if people send a Pokemon card to me, like, signed, where they're from. And I can make a board of all the people who listen to this show. And I might I need to set up a PO box. I just need to see how much it's going to cost. And, like, say if you're from Canada. Like, let's just say, oh, oh, give me a second, it's Captain N. And he just writes Captain N. With a message from Canada, like the flag of Canada, and then sends that to me, and then I can put that on a board of all the people who listen to this show across the, you know, across the world. That'd be just so cool to have, I think, and like you know, a cool thing to where this show goes and how much this show's growing. And eventually, because I know I've seen people listen to this show from the Netherlands and like having stuff like that, like the whole the Netherlands flag and all you know branches. I think that'd be a cool thing. I know I'm rambling about future goals, but it's good to have goals. It's good to have dreams. All right, but I think that'd be really cool. Now we mentioned earlier about the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet. We're now going to get out of Pokemon Presents because it was a bit poo, I should say. I wasn't anything apart from the cards. I wasn't really going. "Eh." Yeah. Talk about DLC for other games. Elden Ring. Elden Ring DLC is coming. We've got no date, no price, just the name Shadow of Erdtree and a picture. That's it. So they announced it on Twitter, and I kind of felt, oh my gosh. Uh, just let me rest. I imagine people who love Elden Ring are like, uh, uh, nah, 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 give me more. And yeah, granted, give me more. So will I get the DLC? Yep, have I completed the game? No. <laughs> I'm a sucker for these sort of games. I just love, I don't know, I just absolutely love it. I will be getting it, and I imagine it's, you know, if you've played a From Software game, they do not disappoint with their DLCs. They really do get your money's worth. They're spectacular. And to expand the, you know, the game of the year, so what else can they add to that game? Fuck. That will be amazing. Now, talking about DLC some more, Mario Kart 8 DLC is out March 9th. Uh, and we're getting wave four of courses and Birdo. Now, I've still not jumped in, um, but I will do at some point. I, I'm really looking forward to it because the game's just going to be so... Like, brand new game. Like, the amount... I think it's like six courses a time, I think it is. So, I would get 24... Yeah, six courses a time. So, I'm going to get like 24 new courses suddenly hit me in the face. And we've still got two more waves to go, which is just unreal. To have, like, it's like 80-odd courses. Ugh. Again, if there's a Mario Kart 9, it's got some ways to go. I would just literally copy and paste all these courses, put them in if you've got Mario Kart 9. Why the hell not? Honestly, just do it. Because, again, one day I would like to do races with members. I think that'd be pretty, pretty cool. Maybe we should do a 24-hour charity stream. I know it's copying the idea, but... It's for charity, the end of the day, so who gives a shit? I wouldn't mind if people copied my YouTube channel, and, well, my old one. But um, if just to raise money for charity, the end of the day, that's the intention, isn't it? Raise money for some kids, so what's the harm? Maybe, that's an idea, but I have to think about that. Now, someone else who's not going to be having fun, considering I'm going to be having fun with Mario Kart at some point, is Sonic's co-creator, Yuji Nada. I hope I pronounced that correct. He has admitted guilt on insider trading. Now, what they basically has done, he invested on two games and two developers, which he knew were making two games. And and they were mobile games, and they were being overseen by Square Enix. Naughty, naughty, naughty. You're going to be in trouble for that. You're going to get either prisoned or a huge fine. Insider trading and money. When it comes to crime, money is a big one. You fuck around with money, like tax evasion, you get shafted, you do, and so I can see Mr. Yujinada, he's going to be in prison for a little bit of time, but that's your own fault, don't do anything stupid, you idiot, and finally something, well, not finally, we have got two more, something else that's going to be a long thing, and it's continually going on, is this legal battle over Activision Blizzard, Now, the European Commission, now we've got some, there's going to be some legal jargon here. The European Commission, um, which is the competition regular, had announced it was going to push back their provisional deadline to rule on Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. And now this ruling is set for April 25, so we've still got quite a while left. Apparently, this is because um, this guy called, a guy, sorry, Uh, is it a guy? A garn, is it Margreith? Probably a girl a woman. Margreeth Verstager Margreeth, we'll go Verstager. And uh, basically they said um we've got to be very careful that we're not racing to this. So I think it's very important discussion because we cannot be in a race. We need to serve the specific markets where we have jurisdiction. And I also hope people working with us appreciate that we have a different legal framework. I think in Europe we are the ones with the highest bar, the most heavyweight legal obligations. We need to produce a decent decision that will eventually go public, but we'll also have to stand up for very tight scrutiny in court. The UK system is different. The US system is different. So even when we look at the same transaction with different markets with different legal provisions, sometimes we get different results. So what she's basically saying is, yeah, it's going to take time. We cannot mess around with this because everything is different. Europe is different to the UK. UK is different to America. America will be different to Asia. So each market has has got to to basically look at this deal and work out, actually, is there going to be a monopoly? Is it not fair for everyone else? So it's going to take some time because it is such a massive acquisition. There is so much money involved involved and I think another reason why this is being delayed is because the courts um, basically have ordered Sony to reveal their third-party exclusivity deals. So this is basically from 2019 to present. And Sony had argued, again I'm reading this off websites, that they uh, there's no value in producing these documents and it is going to be a burden. Um, they basically didn't want to produce files handled by specific Sony employees, with the argument being that some of these documents were in Japanese and be too difficult to search through. A judge denied both of these requests, um, but did not. So, basically, oh, so right. Okay. So, Microsoft wanted to go back from 2019, but the judge said, no, you're going to go from 2019. So, I can understand why that's happening. So, basically. Microsoft is saying, well, if you're going to be looking into our private deals, what's going on, this whole exclusivity thing with Activision Blizzard, well, we want to see yours as well. Who the fuck have you been working with? And you look at Square Enix, for example, they get first dibs on their games. Like, you look at Final Fantasy 16. that's not coming on the PC for another six months until it's been on the PS5. You've got, look, their shit with Naughty Dog. The last, you know, they made The Last of Us. So there's a lot of these things because Sony have bought Insomniac, you know, the Spider-Man games, they Sony have been buying up studios. And they've got a lot of games which which Microsoft are never going to get their hands on. And I keep thinking about like what this year is going to produce. And I'm like, holy shit, what is Microsoft going to do? Like, Street Fighter 6, that's coming, I think, on St- PlayStation 5 first. That's not, and it won't be on Microsoft. I don't know if it will even be on Microsoft. It's, I think maybe at some point on those Xbox consoles. But Sony have their own, so I can understand why the judges are like, well, hang on. Well, if you're arguing for this, let's have a look at your ones. Let's see if we've got an open playing field. It's just because Activision Blizzard is the big one because of Call of Duty. Simple as that. It's Call of Duty because it makes cells like absolute bucket loads. Okay, final thing we're going to talk about. Um, there is going to be the video game BAFTAs. Now, that's the UK version of like the Video Game Awards. And so BAFTAs are kind of like our Oscars so they scene seen the second string so it can't beat video game of the year can't beat the Oscars now that's coming out on March 30th God of War Ragnarok is up for the most awards uh, I'm, I might go through who won what at some point but the, the game of the year is go, is, looks like it's going to be Elden Ring God of War Ragnarok Horizon Vidden West Immortality Marvel Snap really? okay and Stray they're up for the title uh, but let's be honest it's going to be up between Elden Ring and God of War again but even if uh, God of War Ragnarok wins the BAFTA, it it's not wasn't the Game of the Year awards. Simple as that. Elden Ring took that title. Really, they should be doing the BAFTAs before, it, because who cares? That sort of thing. It's the game awards you want to win the shit up. All right, so let's that's it. That's it. That is it for the news. We've been going on for quite a while. Let's move into our free section, which is available for everyone, which is called Stick It Up, Your Jinjo.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And as I said, stickywjinjo is our free section and is available for anyone. You don't have to be a member on Patreon, but you can do this over at Twitter when I put an announcement up. And it's basically, I want to hear your gaming wins and your gaming frustrations, like what's really pissed you off this week. Now, I'm going to start on this. And it's with Nintendo. Not often that I rant about Nintendo, usually I'm trying to suck their dick in some way. It's like a love-hate relationship. I'm sorry, mum and Dad, you know, mentioning the dick story, but that's the thing with me and Nintendo. We have a weird relationship. And it was I recently found out that, I didn't know this before anyone starts having a go at me, that if you've got a physical copy of the game, you can claim coins. And basically it's like your money back, online money back guarantee, and you can basically buy more stuff on the shop. And I didn't realise you could actually claim it on physical copies. And I've been a physical copy guy for ages. And I only recently since I got my Switch OLED that I've been going to digital games. And I said, oh yeah, you can go back. But it then tells you only a year since the game came out. I was like, oh you bastards. And of all the games, I've got two. Two games I was able to claim coins on. I was like, you absolute fuckers. And I can't even... One of them was Triangle Strategy. And I can't even remember what the second one was. But I was like, you absolute fuckers. Like, there's so many games there. Like, I've bought. And I could... Oh. And I'd be instantly trying to buy. I'd use that money straight away. I'd be Fire Emblem engaged, even though I should not be buying that game. But I'd use it because it's like, oh, it's free. I built up a knot last time. And I was like, oh, I built up some money. What am I going to buy with it? Oh, I bought this. I bought this. Why not? I think I got Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2. I was like, oh, it's free. All right. Laughing. Like, poor Switcher. Led's like, ah, stop downloading shit. But yeah, fuck you, Nintendo, in that sense. You fucking money grabbing bastards. Oh, I know Nintendo listens to this show, so I'm probably. They're, they're coming after me, and my sponsor ship deal's done, isn't it? All right. Some from you guys. Dave McGee, who I know is Dave. He said, Sid, he said, I beat Mega Man 2. Eat my balls. He did send me a screenshot. Really? Eat my balls? All right, fuck it. I beat the original TMNT. Fuck you, Dave. Gonna play that. And I put a screenshot online because fuck that game. So meh. Meh. I'll raise you. I'll raise you, your Mega Man 2 eating balls, to me eating TMNT dick. Although, to be fair, I probably would be like that if I beat Mega Man 2. All the old Mega Man games are hard as balls. So I do... And I've never covered them. I've never played them. Mega Man X was the first Mega Man. So I do need to go back to these ones. And probably, you oh, know, fucking hell, why have you not played them? Oh my god, there's only so much time. I don't think they're on the NES Switch, are they? If they were, or if they are, I will play them. Or if they come on, I will play them. I think we need to get some new NES tiles. We've not had any for absolutely ages. Okay, and Ian Raleigh says not having enough time to finish far changing tides before it left Game Pass. Microsoft should have given a month's notice before games leave the service. They don't do that. They not say when it runs out, because if that's the case, that's shit. If they just it just suddenly disappears one day, that's crappy. Yeah, I I'm with you on that one, Ian. I can we don't agree on a lot of things, but I agree with you on that one. If there's no like it runs out on this day. That shit. If they it does, well, that's on you. But I wouldn't know because I'm not on Game Pass. Uh, I've never used it, although I think it's a very good system. So someone will have to tell me that if Ian's chatting shit or not. But, yeah, if that's the case and I'm going by your words, Ian, I feel sorry for you. So I hope you managed... Oh, you didn't finish, did you? Oh, you're going to have to actually buy the game. You're going to have to buy a digital version or an actual physical version. Now you're going to say you'll be able to get hold of it. You're like, No! So I'm so sorry for your pain, Ian. I really am. All right, let's move on to our final show, which is of Patreon members, and it's called Survive or Die. Hey, listen! Survive or Die is where Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan has two contestants in front of him. It could be either video game franchises, it could be video game characters, it could be absolutely anything. And one of them is going to get their brain smashed in. And the contestants this week, well, I was struggling. To be honest, I didn't know how I could do anything with worms. So I went with the other two games that are animal-based related. I went with Angry Birds versus Plants versus Zombies. And I know they're not animals, but I was struggling on this one. But they were two big mobile games... And I thought, right, which one of them should live and which one of them should die? So I asked you guys first, get your opinions before I give you the right answer. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, If we're talking OG plants versus zombies, then that definitely survives. We are. The birds were perfectly shaped like baseballs that take on Mr. Morgan's bat. And just like a home run, these, bitch, these batches into the fire... You meant bitches? Home run those bitches? Or batches? Into the fiery furnaces of the, furnaces of the blackest hell. For them to die very painfully, like a lot. So, Blaine's basically wanting not just to get them smashed. See, I originally smashed their brains in. But you want them getting smashed, the birds, into a fiery furnace of the blackest hell and then burn. That's cruel. But, but, they could be tasty enough if you let them cook just a long enough time. Just saying. Could have some big angry bird dinner. So, maybe why not just keep them for some dindins. Captain N says, I love plants versus zombies, but they're already dead, so let's kill Angry Birds because nobody needs to be angry. And what the hell did those pigs really do? Exist? Those birds are murderers, and I for one will see them in hell. Yes, the Angry Birds, um, they stole So we're we killing the birds. Yeah, I think we I th- Yeah, let's kill Angry Birds. So the pigs stole their eggs. That's what the whole thing was. That's what they were all against. Because pigs eat eggs, apparently. I don't pig, pigs eat anything. But yeah, the Angry Birds are quite murderous because they literally do go over, like literally sacrifice themselves to then kill the pigs, to then get the egg. I'm surprised no one's even available to get the eggs after there's, you know everyone's been sacrificed. So yeah, that's um, two against Angry Birds at this moment. Um, Chris Coplin says, This is a trick question as birds aren't real. What? Nanny? Uh, so Angry Birds can die, but do they really... What, Danny? Uh, You've confused me with that one. Literally, I'm sitting there going in my head, can't do the maths. i have confused, Chris. uh, Who do you want? You're not giving me an answer. I, I don't know. Bastard, don't give me that sort of shit. But I'm going with the majority on this one, even though Chris didn't even give you one. I am saying Angry Birds can do one, and we'll get smashed in by the baseball bats for now. Mr. Morgan can go to nuts. I yes, I did like both games, but I love Plants vs. Zombies way more. That sense of the original was so much fun. Yeah, fuck number two. Number two can fuck right off. But Plants vs. Zombies, oh my god, I loved it. I played so much on my iPad. I know other products are available. I played so much uh, during those times, like when I was when I first got an iPad. Me and my sister-in-law Katie would just basically just be playing it for hours together. Oh, it was so good. My wife didn't really care about it, but my sister-in-law, yeah, she loved bit of Plants vs Zombies. So that's really good. Honestly, I should have married her. Sometimes everyone always says it because we've got more in common. It's quite funny. All right, before we get a few last things before we get into the main show. So, what have I been up to? Um, not much, just working and getting used to it and getting used to stuff. It. It's actually, um, it's actually the Queen's birthday next week. So it's a week today, the Queen's birthday. So I am taking her away to Queensland. So we are going to go away from Tuesday night. We're going to—it's about an eight-hour drive. So we'll literally uh, finish work, go get the monster, and then head back up to Queensland. So next week will be a shortened show. There'll be no letters, um, no survival die, no uh, so nothing like that. Unfortunately, next week. I, I know people like like to sing the shit, but no, it just because I haven't got the chance to to do it. That's all. So I know you guys appreciate it. So yeah, shortened episode next week. I'm not sure what game I'm going to be covering as of yet. Uh, what I've been playing, um, two games specifically, uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. I've been slowly progressing through that. Remember I said the other day that with a Metroid game, you've just got to keep going. You cannot put it down because you'll forget where you are. And I have did that with Metroid, uh, what, Prime. what's it called? Dread. And I've got to start that again because I don't know where the fuck I am. So, slowly been cracking through Prime. and really enjoying it. And the original TMNT, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the arcade... Because I'm soon going over onto the retro uh, hangover podcast, which I cannot wait for. They asked me to cover this game, and fuck you two. That's all I'll say. I've done it. I've finished it. I'm going to a lot of save states, but I finished it. Uh, I did enjoy it, and one day I will cover that on the show. Uh, not for a while, though, because it kind of seems a bit counterintuitive with both of us cover it at the same time. So, yeah, expect me to be on that show soon, which will be good fun. All right, before I go into Worms, I wanted to give you guys a chance to sound off and give your opinions. So Captain N says, Holy fuck, no joke this week. Worms is a straight-up banger of a game. Yes, it is. I'll take on any one of you bastards 1v1. I won't win, but I'll ha- have fun. And exactly, you'll have fun. It's a fun game. And Blaine the Hoagie Man says, I've never actually played this game, so I'll be listening very closely to the episode. Hopefully there are no Trollops in this game. Um, There can be if you name them Trollops, because you can name your worms, which was so cool. We get into that. You can name them whatever you want. So you can name them Katie Price or Jordan, should you feel so inclined. Nico Hilson says, Love it. Recently got this again, so I could play with my brother when he came over. Thankfully, as adults, we didn't fight each other this time when the other got blown up. See, there we go. Niko's got the right point. Exactly. When I played my brother, we used to fight these shits out of each other. We wouldn't fight now because we're adults, but fuck, we used to fight each other like bastards. Niko, he's hit that right on the head. He really has. See, oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. And finally, Raging Demon says, Banana Bomb and Holy Hand Grenade, that is all. Now, he's right on that. The Banana bomb's awesome. The Holy Hand Grenade is not in Worms 1. It's not in Worms 1. The Holy Hand Grenade is quite, like, Super Sheep and Holy Hand Grenade. Fuck, I love this game. It's not in number one, which is it's such a shame, but the Banana Bomb is. Oh, my God, if someone gets a Banana Bomb, you run. That's all I can say. You just pray to God nothing comes to near you. Like, how good were the weapons in this game? Like You probably, I can imagine blame the Hoagie Man's, like, what the hell's going on? All I can say is that these were the weapons in this game. The Banana Bomb... Oh, my God, the banana bomb, The holy hand grenade when it did come out. That was based off Monty Python. It's a very British game because I didn't realize how British this was until I went back and you know as an adult and started looking over again, oh, holy shit, it's Britain all over. It has our sort of comedy. Uh, the names of the um, worms have that sort of British feel to them. so yeah, it's, it's a my sort of game. Let's put it like that. But it can be made into obviously anyone else's version. But the fact that, that it's very Monty Python esque, and if you've not ever seen that. So, what I recommend is go on YouTube very quickly and just type in the uh, Monty Python, the holy hand grenade, and you'll see what I mean. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, those films are so good. Monty Python, Holy Grail, that's where it's from. Absolutely genius. But right, that is enough. I've been going on long enough, and you guys probably want to get to some worms. So yeah, Rob brought this to my attention, and I was so happy he did. And I love talking to Rob, I really do. He's such a nice lad, Um, and we had a great time talking about this. So I'm just going to put some music on and when i come back me and mr rob cox are going to be talking about worms which came out for the amiga on in europe on the 17th of november 1995 fuck me i'm old but i'm talking about the mega drive version enjoy the show Returning once more to the show. Hopefully with are doing easy again this time is Rob Cox. How are you, sir? Yeah, all good, bus Glad yeah. to be back again. We're not doing turtles this time. <laughs> no. <laughs> not getting wrecked by turtles. Jesus. <laughs> this time you picked this. So you came with me with a game, which was oh, I was so happy when you picked this. This is definitely one from my childhood. You picked worms. And- yeah, that's right. It's original worms the original worms and do you know what i never realized this was an amiga game i had no idea that it was that really yeah wow well, i guess it is i mean it is old right it is oh it is old. what did you play it on uh
1: i played it on like the playstation a little bit yeah and but i didn't actually have a ps1 until like way later on but yeah. mostly i played it on uh on a laptop on a, MS, a PC on, on DOS, yeah. On oh, DOS? It, MS did, DOS. Didn't even have a mouse, right? I just <laughs> had like one of those little had one of those like little nipples in the middle of
0: the keyboard. Oh freaking hell yeah yeah no it's what you mean <laughs> Jesus. I yeah what that I had it on the I didn't have it but I played it on the Mega Drive. Nice. I, oh fuck mate. This was such a good game. I like, I can't remember who introduced this to me but I'm so glad they did because Oh Jesus! The arguments you'd have with this game. But... Yeah, it was one of the first great, like I don't know, co-op
1: kind of. Oh, well, it wasn't one of the first actually, probably, but it was good. It, was, it wasn't That's one I, I remember.
0: I was Google. I did. I did a bit of research because I wanted to see. It was this the first of its type? and it wasn't. Apparently, there was a game called Artil- It's an artillery simulator, and there was one called Scorched Earth. Um, never, sure. heard, pff, never heard of it. Um, but yeah, this was like the first one where you can. I had, this is one of the first multiplayer games I ever played. Um, yeah. Cause you had like two player games, but this one you could play Jesus. You could play as many, you had 16 worms on the team. You could have as many yeah. players as you wanted with 16 worms. That wasn't 16 teams. That was just 16 worms. Um, but I suppose you say for those who don't know what this is, basically it was a simulator where you got a map and on that map, um of random could be random things. It's, it's worms, so it's imagine like things that are relevant yeah. to worms. Um, and these worms, you were in teams, usually teams of four. So you'd have four worms per team. So you could have up to four teams of four worms, so 16 worms. And basically the aim of the game was each worm would have their own turn and they could have to destroy the other team. Simple as that, using various items. I think you've summed it up quite well. Yeah. That's pretty much the gist of it, right? But it was yeah. so deep. So, but dude, we say you laugh, and it's, it was. It did get so deep. It did. It was. There were, there were strategies. It was great. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was just a fantastic game. Many a time, many a time, I remember just like sitting around with a group of mates, handing around the controller. Trying to yeah. play the shit out of each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it was. And basically, you, it was a multiplayer game because you had turns. And you could do it, yeah. You had four players. You could have four worms per team. But you could do, like, or, 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 let's do the maths. Eight players and two worms each. And the reason why you, you can actually name the team and name your worms, <laughs> um, which took forever. But you, you have, like, preset ones. And I remember some of them it was it was an English game so like some of them were like um they had the Fab Four or they had the Royals and stuff like that so it was like they had some funny ones but you could name all your worms it would take fucking ages for your mates to do that but you it was like had your own little you know you had your team name you had your worm and it was like yeah I'm gonna call these what they want and there were no such thing as sensors. so you could call them whatever you bloody wanted. Yeah, I was just having a look down through the
1: default teams actually, and I, I can remember which one I used to have. I used to be two up, right? It was just two got, up. It was Rusty, Clanger, Noggin, and Jasper, and I just, I just really bonded with Noggin. You know, like <laughs> he really spoke to me as a worm. <laughs> <laughs> I got inside his soul. He yeah, was there. he was, he was MVW
0: most valuable worm <laughs> most valuable <laughs> well this is the thing so the whole point was that you had to basically destroy your other team and all the worms had a health bar of 100 and once it hit zero or if they fell out the arena or they went into the water they were dead yeah and in the, the drink they in the drink and the aim was just yeah. basically to get rid of them all but what was so good about with these worms was like when they died if they went to like zero they would suddenly turn to the screen and go bye bye and they <laughs> literally press like a little like they blow themselves up and they turn into a tombstone but that little damage they used to do from that could kill other worms yeah and you could really like daisy chain the killers couldn't you yeah and it was awesome
1: you used to have, especially when you get a few craters and then they would all like slide down into the bottom and then you'd get one worm, oh, one yeah. worm dying and you just push down on
0: his detonator and just blow the shit out of the rest of them. Yeah, it blows the shit out of everything. Because this is the thing, you might think, oh, this is a simple game. But no, this was chaos. These worms had bazookas, they had dynamite, they had, um, in this game, they had the Hadouken. And they had, no, they had the Hadouken and the Shuryuken but it was the one, but they actually went, yeah. they actually did the Hadouken and Shoryuken, but they mouthed it the wrong way around. I think that was probably so they didn't get them for copyright. <laughs> um, you see this little worm going, Hadouken! <laughs> <laughs> Good. But yeah. the, I think they had, they had the, the bazooka was your go-to, I think. That was your go-to you'd fire from across the map. But yeah. Then you got, the dynamite was like a one-off item, I think
1: yeah the dynamite was actually really easy to use because you just like like a normal like you do with a normal stick of dynamite right of course like yeah day-to-day life you know just like the match put it somewhere next to the person that you're trying to explode or the worm that you're trying to explode and then you just walk away and just you know let hot, it happen
0: <laughs> hot for your life it's like you get yeah
1: and if you and if you if you jumped and like bounced off the wall and you ended up going backwards towards the dynamite like, there is <laughs> there is never more panic than it when you're just like hop into up into safety and that you just end thing. up going backwards
0: you had this like everyone had this grandmaster plan what they were gonna do like because you could have like bungee cords and shit like that and like really go all over the map if you know what you're doing but if you didn't know, if you, if you fucked up once, you could either end your turn because you you fell too far, or you, yeah, you, you suddenly end up like you fucked up your shot and you, the grenade suddenly coming back at you, or you fucked up, you escaped the dynamite yep. and you're in the cannon fodder. It. it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> I mean, that was
1: always a classic. I can't remember which weapon it was, but the one where you have to like press it twice and you would always like press it once and then you had to like hold it down to fire it. It might, might have just been the
0: bazooka, actually. The bazooka? Yeah, because the bazooka. Yeah, you just held you it down it, for the. It, it gave you it, a radar. Yeah. It, for, you, you pressed it once for the direction. And yeah. then the second I, one was for yeah, um, the power. How, how far, yeah. Yeah. And then you'd just like tap it and it would just. The shell would just like. Boom. Just drop out of the end of the <laughs> barrel It and just blows. It just goes. Boof, boof. But with the, with, you uh. have to take, with the bazooka, you have to take the wind into consideration. So yeah. If that the wind was wind's solid, really strong. Yeah. You could just, like, fire it. It just got right back at you. Like, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, dear.
0: <laughs> oh, the voices. The voices yeah. for the worms were just incredible. Uh, yeah. Alba yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> and, kamikaze. When <laughs> you used to kill yeah, yourself, like,
1: kamikaze. <laughs> that's the one I used to like. Probably in a bit it's a bad taste to be honest, but it was fun. Prob-
0: yeah, there's there's some things which <laughs> which do not get passed out. Yeah, they used to put a bandana on their head, the Japanese bandana, <laughs> and then just go <laughs> like fucking hell. Yeah. But there was they oh if if they knew they were gonna kill someone, they would go fatality. <laughs> the fatality I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, such a stupid game. <laughs> oh, it so was. Good. But there do you know what it, it was? But there was so much like strategy around it because, like we said about you got to yeah. get your power right in stuff. But you have to get your angles right as well because if you can hit a worm and put like the item or hit them in the right angle, they will fly. And the whole point is if you can get them to fly off the map, they're gone, they're dead. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was like one hit go, wasn't it? Just yeah, it was straight the one in hit the KO. drink. And they used to knock into each other as well, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh... And they, you know, if there was one like stood on the edge and you'd sort of like knock in it, it.
0: See, do you knocked, know? What? The both edge is, off. Do you know what? Because you didn't often get a chance to position your worms. They the game randomly generated the worms and it used to cause so much arguments like immediately when I was <laughs> yeah. playing, because you'd always have like one worm at the edge, or there'd be like a little section of the map where there's just two of them like in a death battle and you know yeah, whoever's like, going... Enclosed, wasn't it? Yeah, enclosed, yeah. yeah. And you know whoever goes first wins. Just basically yep. just push them off the edge or something, because you can just have a simple push yeah, rather than a bazooka. So, like the Hadouken, for example, or a minigun, or a machine gun. Um, and you would always have someone going, oh, don't kill him, don't kill my worm. Uh, always had arguments like, don't kill my worm, that shit. Or the whole team be out in one go or something yep. stupid. Yeah, yeah, I remember the
1: prod just walk up to somebody and just like <laughs> He's fucking- was that was such- another one that was really easy to fuck up if you just didn't quite get close enough and then your worm just went, put his arms out and just like either didn't
0: make contact or just didn't quite push him far enough didn't push him far enough, you're like, oh shit because it often was who came first won, that was especially in like the early game, it was how much damage yeah. can you do early on, that was the key because if you're last, especially in, like, a four-player game, you're in, you could have lost, like, three worms already before you even get a go. Yeah. Brutal. It was a brutal game. But, like, do you remember, because um, we said you get a dynamite. That's not from the off. I think the dynamite was a crate. Was it a crate item? Because you used to get random crates drop in, didn't they? Yeah. You see, yeah.
1: I think dynamite was, was that, no, I think dynamite was straight off, but you only had one in the one. game, and then you could pick yeah. up another one. Because that was, that was pretty
0: strong, the dynamite. Oh, no, no. I remember the, the crate items. They were um, either... either... Oh, fucking hell. Some of the weapons in this game. The banana bomb or the sheep. Yeah, I mean, they, they were just crazy. <laughs> so the banana bomb was essentially a grenade that when you fired it into the air, it turned into a cluster bomb of bananas. Holy <laughs> shit. It rained explosive bananas and would just rain down an ha- absolute hellfire. If someone got hold of that, it would rain apps. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the most dangerous weapons of the game. And then you had the sheep. Yep. And the sheep would just bounce around going. Rah, rah. And then you could detonate the sheep whenever you wanted. And yeah, it would make it like, was... a, it's like moving dynamite. Yeah, that was a real wild card there, the sheep. But unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, it was predictable. Yeah. Oh, it was a, yeah, you know, yeah, you didn't know where it was going to go. The sheep could do whatever yeah. it wanted. It can come back on you. And you're like, oh, shit. And it had a timer. <laughs> so you're hoping the sheep's going to bounce out and bounce away from you. But it, yeah. can, it might just stay by you, so you're a bit fucked. Yeah,
1: big uh, high-risk, high-reward, that one.
0: Yeah, it was. But, oh, my God, the the comedy used to get... Like, in, like I, I haven't played... I, I, honestly, I played this so many times. I got hooked on it and I played it at uni as well. We all downloaded it. Um, and this is a time when we had command and conquer three and we were, the four of us were all playing in separate Classic. rooms and fuck. We downloaded worms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cause I'm working on a PC's at university that, like, you know, like how long was this? Jesus, this makes me feel old. How old am I now? 35, so 17 years ago, we had laptops. that were easily able to do this game and, playing it over land was just the best. It's like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty epic. I'm surprised you
1: just didn't end up in a massive fight at the end of it, though.
0: Oh, no, because usually what happens when the four of us played these games, it was that they all fucking targeted me. They just went after me, and that was the end of it. It was like, you bastards. <laughs> and we played Plan Conquer 3. Used to love that game, but we never did we never did um single, we often did teams because everyone would just find my base and go, right, Danny's in the top right. I I'm like oh fuck off. <laughs> fuck him up. Yeah, that's what it was. It was literally oh, everyone sent everything to Danny so he's out the game as quick as possible. Like this is bullshit. Wow. What did you do then to make you hate them hate you so much?
1: Were you just that good that you uh you no, had to be
0: targeted? I think I just existed. I think mean- <laughs> I well, the problem was right. I had my best mate would be Tom. He lived with me, and he basically he turned them all on me. The bastard! He went, uh, he, ring, the ring shit he used to do to me in university. Like he locked my door for three hours. Um, he he tied it from one door to another, so he couldn't get out for three hours. It was like you fucker, and I was really angry. And then yeah. the SWAT opened the door eventually, and I came out, kicked off, went back in my room, and he locked me again for another two hours. You fucking fuck! Hope you
1: use that time to get way better at Command and Conqueror just to wreck everyone next time they write.
0: No, I, I no, I didn't. I just did what <laughs> boys do when they had their time alone. But he, he used oh, yeah. to say there were random Practice power command outages. Command and conquer. Yeah, play command and conquer. Play <laughs> lots of command and conquer. But he said, You've got um you used to have random power outages. No, I, no, no other one else did. I did. Just because he had access to the fuse box. So he would access he would basically turn off my fuse they would turn off my water they were they stole my remote control spider-man and managed to get into the water and said if remote control spider-man isn't doing the plumbing then the the water goes off so he's in there if i went back to university now and to lincoln uni and the halls there i reckon if we opened up the the building he's (laughs) still in there i would i would love to go back Seven 19 years later. No, no, no. Sixteen years later from yeah, when yeah. I lived in this place to see if he's still living in there, and I bet he is. I wonder I wonder if any
1: of your listeners are uh, are there right now. They could be right. Yeah, if you're at Lincoln University, Go check.
0: message me. Message me now, and we're gonna find if remote control Spider Man is because Daddy's. All you have to do is basically just go to the apartment, knock on the door, and say, "Right, open that." And they can, they can get in. He'll be in there. Oh fuck! I would lose my shit if he was still in there. <laughs> please, anybody listening who's in university, please, love of God, get in touch. Please, that would be fucking the best thing ever. And it's, oh fuck, what mates do to you? But um, I know I've just got a bit of a tangent there, but. Do you know what the last one i actually played of worms was tw- oh no so the last one i ever played was worms armageddon that was the big one um but i know ne- yeah. i never played any other worms because but it's still going it's still the last one was 2020 wow oh my god i did not know that yeah it, it must be haven- like mobile games now rather right i think it's pc and mobile i just haven't yeah i haven't played it for anything but um apparently i, I never i knew because i've played worms armageddon so i got to play the later upgrades. There was a director's cut on the Amiga, right? Yeah, and the director's cut of this game had the future weapons, which I know so well, which were the Mm. super sheep and the holy hand grenade. Holy hand grenade, yeah. But it wasn't on of it. Was it on the PlayStation (laughs) version? It wasn't on the Mega Drive version. It It must must have been Worms Armageddon. And Uh, yeah, but I remember it from from the newer newer games. The fucking oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. so if you don't know the holy hand grenade is a is basically this ultimate hand grenade where yeah you fire that off jesus christ but it was based off the monty python films and they had the holy hand yeah. set use they used the holy hand grenade against the the bunny <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so i mean the banana bomb going back to the banana bomb yes where the hell did they get that from? Is that a thing, or did they just I, decide, you know, we're going to make a grenade that just explodes bananas and just
0: blows it, the shit out of everything? That's a good point, actually. Was that an in, was that an influence? That's all I am. This is this is how much yeah. research we do on this show. Because otherwise, I, like, what the hell were they thinking when
1: they thought, yeah, you know, we're, we're going right. to make a grenade, we're going to make a cluster bomb, and we're just going to have bananas fly out of
0: it, right? Oh, it's just um, it's just a reference. Oh, it's a reference from Weapon in Gorillas. Is there a game called Gorillas? There must be. Yeah, apparently it's a reference in a great game called Gorillas, yeah. which is an artillery game with allusions to Donkey. Wow. With, it's a King Kong. Ah, uh, so that's what it was. So did maybe yeah. he threw bananas. Yeah, apparently that's what it was. They threw explosive bananas wow. at each other. Yeah. Wow. There, there we go. I know. You can now you class this
1: as an educational podcast. This is an
0: educational set, people up. <laughs> And the sheep is Britain, so that's what you're getting, the sheep. The, but yeah. the super sheep, the super sheep with later games was was incredible. So rather than the sheep doing whatever it wanted, the sheep just basically flew straight up in the air as a super sheep, and you could direct it. But as soon as it hit the deck, that was it. It went boom. It was a kamikaze mission, but it was the fact that it went, and, this, the, <laughs> and it flew in the air. Yeah. Because they had the homing missile,
1: that was pretty good as well, wouldn't it? Where you could like shoot up and yeah, and then it was... Would... The
0: homing missile, yeah. It would oh, tie was, was that limited? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was like a one, one shot, I reckon. Because I can remember like when you used to play the computer, sometimes the computer's AI would be absolutely shite. And then sometimes yeah. it would be absolutely incredible. And they would... Yeah, like, like you-
1: laser precision.
0: Yeah, with the wind as well. Because you could do some amazing trick shots with the wind. Yeah, And yeah. like have a proper spoon back on someone. And that, you felt like a god. If you could do that. So basically, the, that you, the velocity would originally go, but then the wind would catch it. So you could do a U-shot, like a U. And it was incredible yeah. if you could do it correctly. I always used to remember, like, watching the computer
1: or watching the AI and... uh just thinking, like, what the fuck is it doing? It's just going to miss everything. Yeah. Only for it to, like, fire it off in the wrong direction, loop back, and then cluster all of my worms onto a single mine, which just, like, completely blows the shit out of me. Because <laughs>
0: that's like, the whole thing. Oh, you're, you're just so- going to win the game then? Yeah, fine. Yeah, because you, you, you may think, like, oh, I'll take one at worm at a time you could yeah. kill one worm and that little worm doing the smallest little end scene death where it does a little trigger to itself could you know, start off a whole chain reaction and half the worms go and it's basically like, just worm genocide worm gen it could just be worm genocide in a second and it is honestly one of the most refreshing things in the world world to see when it's the smallest little thing creates yeah. so much carnage because the whole game's completely like what the f- just happened there and it takes you a yeah. minute to go what is going on yeah love a bit of a bit of worms
1: genocide were yeah. you one of these kids that used to go and eat them in the garden just like ah, some of this
0: worm no no i didn't i never used to eat worms mate <laughs> fucked up kid oh oh what <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is there were strategies with this so did you ever have like people because if you were like say the one worm left You could basically hole yourself out and like get the blowtorch and like go up up into the world so that no one's going to get you. You can't be hit. So they, and the only way they could get you is basically digging you out with either fire and bazookas, using the blowtorch themselves. And you could basically play the long game by just getting in there. And it was, there was so much strategy if you wanted to. Yeah. Me and my friend used used to
1: play like, um, play like a different it wasn't a different variant but it was a variant we just made up where we would have a set number of turns to ju- turns to just like tunnel and blast our way
0: to make little bases oh yeah that was good fun because you could make good gird- you had a girder as well didn't you like a like a steel beam and you could use that so, for protection Yeah. Yep. or you could use it you could use it to get across
1: yep build little bridges
0: yeah, build little bridges. I said, this was this is what was so good about this game. You could just dick around and just fire willy-nilly, or you could really use strategy. Like, seeing someone who knew what they were doing with the bungee cord was just incredible. Because they, <laughs> yeah, that's... They could just go from, what was it? No, the ninja rope, sorry. And they could just go from one end of the map of the other and, like, swing themselves across. And it's like, how the fuck? But you only had 60 <laughs> seconds, so you had to be quick. Yeah, and yeah, have mad skills and have mad skills but if you could do just it though like, no, like yeah
1: yeah just like using a real ninja rope you know you need of course mad skills to, to spring across the spring across the mat
0: yeah that's what I do it can work all the time like if I want to go for a piss I just get the ninja rope I don't even touch the floor I, I play floor as lava <laughs> all the time <laughs> and well, if I don't know, make it I just ninja in work yeah <laughs> just ninja and if I don't make it I just piss in the bin like well I'm running out of time I'm, just gonna, I'm sorry HR I was having a piss don't mind me the floor's lava, yeah. by the way, don't touch it. Just making a war hazard yeah like the thing is the weird thing is there's not much else to say about this game like it is a very British game. like some of the jokes may like that what the worms say and the mannerisms may probably get over some people's heads because it is so british it's it's not even apologetic. It is just the way they speak. The weapons have a lot of feel to it. the names, although you can rename them. But it is. It's just Britain all over. And I, I am so happy when we talk about British game. Quintessentially British. It's quintessentially British. This is What do we do? We, you eat worms, yeah. we all play worms. It's all great. I think if, yeah, you know, I think if Downton Abbey was uh, <laughs> a game
1: full of worms where you blow each other up, you know. That's, Why don't they that's do that? That's basically what it is.
0: Imagine that as a DLC. Downton, they should have that as i don't know if, again i don't know because i haven't played future worms games but imagine if they had them all like they had themes like soccer well fucking fucking soccer did world cup the other day and um, they had football shirts they had like power rangers they had downton abbey they had the royals fuck imagine that they all dressed up <laughs> that'd be so good that would be good i can't think of what else you'd really do I i if someone said to me now, "Do you want to have a game of Worms?" I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck it, why not?" Let, I can yeah. play a modern-day Worms now. I'd have such a good time. I, why I'm, isn't everyone just playing Worms at the time? That's why aren't they, they just playing Worms? Yeah. Fuck this command and conquer. Fuck this or should call of duty bollocks. Fuck that. <laughs> just, like, basically, without Worms, you didn't have Fortnite. Let's put it out there. You didn't have. You want to learn how to build? You play Worms. Yeah. Imagine someone says that I'm yeah, Minecraft. And yet, yeah, without without worms, without worms, you have nothing. Without worms, yeah. you have nothing.
1: Gaming stems sh- from worms. <laughs> One constant in a never changing
0: world. Exactly. <laughs> worms. And what happens when we all die? Worm food. So there we go. Ultimately, okay. the worms take over. That's all we Full are. circle. Like it, it's a bit of a short episode because I've got not much else to talk about because it is what it is. There's no yeah in-depth thing but have you got anything like, else to go on about it no just no. <laughs> wow well, yeah the cutscenes were pretty good
1: if i remember those they so might yeah, have not have been in on the Mega Mega Drive. Mega Drive version but uh
0: yeah they were like almost 3d see oh <laughs> almost 3d jesus they well, hurt. They were
1: th- they were 3d
0: like hurt your eyes now yeah remember the box they'd... art was cool like the box yeah. art was just these two worms like looking all thuggy. yeah real, like,
1: yeah, look real like kind of Arnie, like yeah, stacked up with all the guns and shit. But when you hear them, it's like, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and well, that's what they're like in the
0: cutscenes as well. They're like real hench, uh hench worms. It's just you'll have to just watch the deaths, and uh, it's just to see like them, see them using the hidoku and the Shriyuken, so yeah. funny. Uh, like, little, all the and like in a little tombstone, you get left behind once they once they die as well. Yeah. Do you that? yeah. Yeah, the tombstone stays. Yeah. The tombstone stays. And even if you blow up the um the bit below it, the tombstone will just drop. I like, think <laughs> so the tombstone's indestructible. Yeah. They do not unless they go waterbound, they do not die. And that was the thing that you could basically have like a whole huge map. But by the aim, by the end of the game, there's no map left. You've destroyed it. It's just water. There's nothing. Just a few worms just stood on
1: a tiny spit of land.
0: Yeah, that's all it could be. And eventually it could come down to a game where you're just firing bazookas at each other because you've got no homing, you've got no nothing <laughs> and you're just randomly trying to hit each other with a bazooka and hope to God one hit. And it's one hit wonder. As yeah. soon as one hits, that's it. But you just can't. You're like, fuck! Fuck! Keep missing. It's great.
1: There's yeah. one
0: this one isolated worm and he's just on his own and no one can hit him. Yeah, absolute classic game. So... If you had to score then out of ten, what are you giving it? We going for the time or modern day? I'd say no. Well, let's say your, your time because obviously, although if you're going to play Worms now, you play other yeah. games. You would. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to get. I, I
1: one. I would give it. I would give it pretty high. I think at its time, it was incredibly good fun. You could spend ages playing it. Yeah. I'm going to give it i'm gonna give it an eight i think
0: so like, i was gonna give it an eight as well yeah. as yeah i had you know famous, oh well, it looks shit well yeah it does now but you could still play it even today with mates and still have a freaking hilarious time like you'd yeah. still piss yourself laughing it, it, it i think it would still hold up yeah discovering all the weapons again yeah all the, yeah all the stupid animations or the stupid all the, voices and you want arguments with your mates go play worms get four of you together play worms yeah. it's, take your turns and you'll be kicking off with each other within 10 minutes to guarantee you'll be yeah. arguing because that's, that's what worms results in arguments. Yeah. Well, so once again, at least I give you, you know, when you give me a game, it's a bit more, well, more fun than turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a nightmare that was. But Rob, thanks again so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And now because of the power of magic in six minutes time, we're going to watch England beat Wales. Well, I don't know yeah, if you are. Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah,
1: Rob's like, nah, I am though. Yeah, they're playing, uh, playing rugby, right?
0: Oh, fuck off! Get off my show <laughs> right now! Piss off! All right, see you later, mate. Yeah, catch you later. And that was episode fifty-seven of Worms. I hope everyone had a good time thank you all for listening thank you very much for rob coming on the show once more i really appreciate it and until then as i said next week will be a shortened version of the show so be prepared for that and i said last time if you want to help support the show financially you could do so over at patreon.com forward to retro wars and get involved until then i'll see you all next week my name's been danny take care of yourselves Bye bye